Welcome to The Wellness Phenoms, a podcast about the joys and struggles of life. The show will hit on topics such as mental health, fitness, finances, and spirituality. We are your hosts, Logan and Josh, two friends sharing our experiences with the world in an effort to help others. We are by no means experts, just highly passionate about these topics and eager to challenge ourselves and those around us. Hey, Phenoms, welcome back. Today is episode 35 tracking your fitness to learn more about us in the show check us out at www.wellnessphenoms.com and while you're there check out our patron program where you can make a pledge to support the show financially you can also follow us on instagram twitter facebook and youtube at wellness phenoms so we're going to talk about um tracking your fitness today and i know that you know there's many tools in in the toolbox when looking at fitness and maintaining and um different you know, levels you might be at in your fitness journey, but we want to talk about the benefits, the benefits of, uh, you know, really tracking it and using, using the available tools out there, whether you're getting into fitness, maintaining your fitness, um, or trying to maybe improve your current level. Yeah. I think that, you know, with, uh, you know, just fitness tracking in general, like the day and age that we live in now, you know, there's not only a lot more technology and, and options, but, um, there, like, there's just a lot of new ways to kind of, I think through this technology, keep yourself motivated, accountable, um, things like that, where, um, you know, back in the day, like when I was growing up, you didn't have, um, and so I think this is a really cool topic to kind of discuss a little more in depth. And, um, not only do we want to kind of talk about some of the benefits of it, but, we want to also get into some of the technology that is available, some of the various apps and, and tracking devices, things like that, um, and discuss those a little bit more in depth because I think that's, you know, um, something that a lot of people have questions about. Um, I know even me, I'm still constantly learning and, and outsourcing new um, technology all the time and different apps and whatnot. And I mean, neither of us are, uh, pros or experts on the matter, but, um, but I know that between Josh and I, we have used a lot of different apps and, and tracking devices and stuff. So, um, I think that we'll be able to cover a lot of ground here and hopefully answer a lot of questions for people or, you know, give some good tips and tricks and things to, to look for. Yeah. I think, um, you know, there's so many different devices out there to use. And, and, um, I would say, you know, a good amount of them probably have the same similarities, but you know, really there's definitely some good benefits that I think come from using the, using the tools that are available. Once you do find one that, that kind of fits your need and your, you know, type of, you know, they narrow them down to very specific for certain types of activity and some are more broad. So, but, uh, you know, one of the main benefits I think that I found by using, uh, trackers and, and in my fitness journey, um, is I think motivation. I think that, um, you know, having, it's almost like having a friend with you all the time, right. That's always going to check on you and then give you feedback on what you are doing. Um, and then, you know, the one I use usually if you're kind of slowing down for a few days or something, it'll give you a little reminder that you missed a workout or, um, uh, but really help you know, kind of give you the info you need to help you stay motivated too. Yeah. I, uh, I know mine will often give like a, like 
in the morning it'll pop up and sometimes actually even in the evening because it knows that a lot of times I do morning workouts. So in the evening, sometimes it'll pop up and like say, hey, check out your workout for tomorrow, yada, yada, yada. Um, but then a lot of times it'll pop up in the morning um, so that I kind of see it and click on it or whatever and see what what it's kind of pre-designed for me, I guess. Um, and so it's kind of nice to have that. Um, and then, you know, a lot of these like wearable technology things that we'll talk about later, um, a lot of them like will pop up little reminders throughout the day. Like it's time to stand up or, you know, you're getting close to your goal or, Hey, you hit one of your goals, you know, um, you're close to the next two or three or whatever. You still got time. Um, yeah, exactly. And so um, they're really nice for the motivational aspect of it. Um, and then there's even some more in-depth uh, stuff that we'll talk about later that kind of dives into the motivational aspect of it. But, um, you know, one of the other things is really kind of just that accountability piece too. And I think, you know, a lot of the stuff that we're talking about right now kind of helps play into that accountability because it is popping up. It's giving you reminders, you know, that are not only motivating, but they are also kind of holding you accountable. And like Josh, you were just saying, you know, that it says you missed a workout or something like that. Um, I think that's kind of cool, you know, cause it, it maybe is a reminder, you know, I know my life gets busy and sometimes yeah. I, like, I know I missed a workout, but sometimes I missed a couple and then, you know, time just kind of meshes together. And before you know it, it's like, oh, wow, I've missed two or three days, mm -hmm. you know, and to have those reminders, that's kind of cool. And I think the nice thing too about the technology is that you can kind of preset some of the goals and, and um, you know, target points you want to hit or workouts you want to get done and being able to do that. And then, you know, like, like we're talking about to where it will remind you or um, let's say, you know, mine will, if I'm partway through the day or, or close to my goal, um, you know, remind you, you still have time to finish your goal. Um, just to kind of have that voice or reminder or notification or whatever you want to call it to, to remind you that, Hey, you know, you made a goal, you, you set out to do this. Why don't you use the time you do have to get it done? Yeah, no doubt. Um, you know, for me personally, one of the biggest things that I've found that I really value, um, more out of some of the applications on my phone um, within the tracking realm is um, like a, one of the apps that I use. Um, it's called the FitBot app. Um, honestly, it's kind of like a little personal trainer in your pocket. Um, and it, I would say that it's, it's good for whether you're just starting out and you're, you know, a novice and, and very inexperienced or somebody that's been working out for years. And like myself, I, I know what all the workouts are. You know, I don't usually have to go look at too much to see. Um, but it like, <laughs> it does a full range of tracking. So, um, one of the things that it does track though, is what my past workouts are. So if I'm doing a workout today, the next time, say I'm working on biceps or something today, and then next week I get to bicep day again, and what the app does is it remembers what I did last week, and then it tries to, you know, better me and push me to do a little bit more the next week, and it keeps kind of trying to help you grow and, and you know, 
do more really. Um, but it takes a lot of that guesswork out, um, which is kind of nice because I think that's where a lot of people, you know, that's not their forte. That's not why they're in the gym is to remember all this stuff and to track it and, you know, to have an app that does that. But for me, it's also a huge time saver as well. Um, and that's one thing I really like because I don't have to put so much thought into that piece of it. I can just go and do my workout and the app kind of helps guide me, you know? Yeah. And it kind of helps you avoid some of that complacency. I think that comes with working out and just kind of getting into that routine of, you know, this is what I do. Uh, a lot of times I think that we get used to, you know, it's like anything else in our life. We're so much creatures of habit that we get used to what we do and we do the same things in the gym and the same weights and the same exercises and realize, you know, just cause we know it's comfortable, we can get it done and move on to our day. And I think that, you know, using these tracker apps and stuff can help you, um, build some of that consistent improvement through coaching you and, and encouraging you without you having to think about it, which is great. Yeah. Um, I think also, um, you know, having that data and that knowledge of what, you've been doing and where you are can help. I think, you know, in some personalities foster that competitive nature to compete with yourself and, and, uh, continue pushing to, uh, improve. And where if you didn't have that data, you might forget some of that or lose it. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of that data, I mean, in the long run, if you, if you actually start to go back and look at the data that, that you've tracked, whether it's through an app or some other means, um, it can really help kind of, not only show where you came from and where you are now, but it can help you get to where you want to be. Um, cause a lot of times starting out, you know, some of that stuff can be really overwhelming. So right off the bat to have a application doing that for you is really nice. Um, but as you become more experienced and maybe start to care more about it, um, you know, or, or care about different, you know, aspects of, your workouts and and what you can do to better yourself and keep progressing. Um, that data actually becomes really important and, and super helpful um, when trying to, I guess, maybe find ways to really better yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I, you know, that's one thing that I found to be super helpful. So. Yeah. I think another good area that um, these tracking apps can help with is, uh, you know, you can even track your heart rates um, and even sleep, uh, patterns on certain devices that can really lead to help with, you know, I think when, you know, without that, you don't have any base of what your sleep is or what you need, or, I mean, you might have an idea, but, uh, being able to see it in real time and see when there are issues with your sleep or, um, heart rate or, uh, and then focusing that on your workouts can really help in the long run. Yeah. Well, there's like, you know, um, there, there's a quote out there somewhere and I, I'm, I'm going to botch this one cause I don't have it in front of me and my memory is not that great, but, it, <laughs> but it's something kind of like, you know, your muscles are, are torn in the gym. Um, like they're maintained in the kitchen and then they're built in bed actually by sleeping. And, you know, I think that's something a lot of times we lose sight of. And, um, that's one thing I've really tried to kind of focus in on a lot lately. And I, I've been having some really out of the blue sleeping issues that I've never really dealt with quite like this before. And some of these same devices that we're going to be talking about also help track my sleep and give me a lot of good data and statistics on what my sleep looks like. And what it does allow though, is it allows me to experiment with different, 
you know, things that might help me sleep. You know, I've, you know, tried a lot of different stuff, you know, from like magnesium supplements to, you know, just a simple, you know, glass of chocolate milk before bed or, you know, meditation, reading, whatever, you know, downing my screen time. But these wearable technology tracking apps and devices, they can kind of help figure some of that stuff out and see what's actually really working for you or not. So it's, it's kind of like mind blowing really. Yeah. I mean, it's that old adage of knowledge is power, right? Without, without knowing and, and using these tools to, to get the information, um, you know, you might know you're tired, but you don't know why, or you don't know how you're sleeping or maybe where the issues are coming from. So by grabbing that information and, and uh, you know, taking the time to analyze it and use it, you can help overall, uh, I think with your fitness journey. Yeah. Well, and, uh, one other thing too, and this is a, I think a really big one that, you know, when we kind of talked about this when I was talking about my FitBot app, but is, is that it's kind of building some of these workouts for me. But I think one of the, the really cool things is that personalized aspect of building a workout. Um, especially if you're kind of new or you're trying to save time. Um, a lot of these apps will do a full blown workout for you. So like you'll open the app up um, and it'll have a pre-planned workout for you specifically. Um, and, uh, you can kind of, you know, just do the workout as it's planned for you, um, and personalized for you, but you can also go in and modify it. So, um, it's really neat because, um, you know, you can really get something that's catered to you. And one thing I like about that though, is like, even me, I'm, I'd say I'm pretty experienced in the gym. I've been working out since I was in, you know, grade school doing sports and stuff. And, you know, there are a lot of new workouts that are coming out and, you know, that will target muscle groups differently and, and stuff like that. And sometimes these apps will kind of pop something up that it's like, Oh, I've never heard of that before and give you something kind of new to try out. Um, so it's kind of nice cause it, it pushes you out of your box and I'm a, I'm big on trying to keep things kind of mixed up and not just do the same old things every time, you know, cause it is easy to fall back into that complacency. Like you were saying earlier, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's definitely an important thing when you're working out cause you don't want the muscles, they get used to what you're doing and then you're really not growing any in your uh, routines. Yeah. So, um, we kind of want to dive into some of the different types of devices. Um, the biggest one that, that I use every day is my Apple watch. Um, it has a ton of different fitness tracking features built into it. Um, like it tracks my steps, um, my stairs climbed or flights of stairs. Um, it can track your elevation, heart rate, um, all of that stuff. Um, but one thing that I do like is that, um, it'll kind of like, connect with a bunch of other apps that I do use, which is really nice because it kind of works in tandem with all of the other things that I, I like to use as well. Um, and we'll talk about some of those, but I know, uh, you and I, Josh, both use the Apple watch, right? Yeah. I use the Apple watch and I love it. I think it, like you said, it interfaces with the other programs very well, which, you know, kind of streamlines it. Yeah. Yeah. And it, there's a bunch of other like, uh, watches that are available. I know like a Android has a whole slew of them, you know, um, I think like Samsung, LG, um, I'm trying to even think of some of the others, but there's a bunch of different Android, uh, brands that, 
that also have watches, but then there's stuff like Garmin, mm-hmm. um, which I've heard a lot of good things about. Um, Me as well. I know a lot of runners really like Garmin because it'll track your uh, GPS stuff, I believe. Um, I think there's like service fees related with it, but um, but it's a really cool watch. I've seen them. I've just never used one, but um, I've had a few friends that speak very highly of them. Um, and uh, yeah, but... Yeah, there's, uh, you know, also Fitback, Fitbit trackers. Um, and... You know, with the Garmin's, I've, I've heard a lot of good things too. Um, they are on the pricer end of, I think, for watches, but yeah, I think so. Um, I know that I have a buddy in, doing triathlons, and they have like a triathlon setting where you can it starts it and it basically tracks everything throughout the whole triathlon. Instead of like my Apple, I have to switch from swimming to biking and oh yeah, all that stuff. But this will just do a seamless. Hmm. That's kind of that's kind of cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you started to say Fitbit and they, I know they've got a ton of different wearables. Some of them are, are more of like a bracelet type Mm -hmm. deal. So it's not even really a watch. Um, it's more of just like a, you know, a fashion forward type (laughs) bracelet. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so if you don't like watch type look to your stuff, there is stuff like that. Um, and I've seen, a bunch of companies that offer things like that. Um, and they just like Bluetooth connect to your phone and then usually pair up with their respective app on the phone and then track all that information. But I know, I know Fitbit's a pretty strong competitor in the, mm. the wearable technology realm for fitness tracking. I mean, they do a lot of stuff just like Apple. Um, I think some of them actually get, you know, like Garmin Fitbit. I think they can actually even sometimes supersede some of the benefits, uh, or, options, I guess that Apple even has, but, um, I haven't used those in a long time. The Fitbits, um, that was yeah, one of the first ones I ever got. Um, cause I actually held off on the Apple watch for so long. Cause I just kept telling is, you know, it's got a little bit of a price tag to it. Yeah. Um, but I will say ever since I got it, um, it has been highly helpful and that's probably one of the biggest benefits I found from it is the fitness tracking portion of it. Um, and I really like that, especially from a motivational and accountability standpoint, because um, it's got like these little rings right on it that you just click and you can kind of see where you're at for the day. But a lot of that information is pulling from what it's tracking on its own throughout the day. Mm-hmm. But then it's also tracking from my other apps that I use too, like my Fitbot app that I mentioned earlier. So, yeah, it's a great, great device. I think, um, you know, you said you held off for a while. I had one and I actually held off too for a while. And then probably the first couple of months, I, well, it was maybe four or five months in, I broke it and I had to go on the next day. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. You can't live without it now, huh? I know. I, yeah, I actually, I think if I broke mine, I would have to get it replaced right away. Cause it's, I, I, that we were talking about the sleep thing too. Mm-hmm. That's actually right through my Apple watch. That's how I track my sleep. I have a specialized app that I purchased separate from Apple, but it's on my phone and it links up and it does a lot of the sleep tracking stuff but you know that this watch is like the connection and the bridge to a lot of this stuff if without mm-hmm. it a lot of this stuff wouldn't work the sleep tracker wouldn't work you know it wouldn't catch my heart rate yeah. um my elevation i mean my, i think your phone will pick up elevation on certain apps but um you know there's there's just a lot of really good things that the watch gives enhances. you access to yeah, yeah and enhances that that you wouldn't otherwise have just with the simple app on your phone. So they work really well together. Yeah, they do. um, 
I've also used in the past, like the, uh, I, I know uh, one brand that makes them is, or used to at least, is Skosh, um, but it was like a, like a chest strap for heart monitoring. So if you don't have a watch, um, that's another way to kind of get that, you know, heart rate monitoring if you're running, biking, things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, you can also use, um, you know, there's manual tracking apps um, where you can manually enter your information and just help you log it, um, as well as fitness journals. Um, you know, some people are just, wired that way that they that's what they like they like to manually do it and helps them keep track and you know they don't want a algorithm deciding what they should do or or giving them suggestions so i think that you know manual uh, tracking is is just as beneficial it gives you the data and and helps you keep track of what you're doing and where you're going where you want to go yeah well and i you know i i go to the gym a lot and i've noticed a lot of people actually do bring in their own personal journal Mm -hmm. to do that i mean we've been huge proponents of that on other stuff right like you have a thought write it down right it kind of you know and i think for a lot of people it there's just something about it that that helps motivate them for me i'm very time driven because i feel like there's never enough time in a day so for (laughs) me it doesn't um work out very well though i i do like the idea of it if i had more time i think i might actually do that. But there are a lot of fitness journals out there um, that you can buy. So instead of, you know, like if that's something that like piques your interest, um, but you don't want to just do it fully manually where you've got to kind of design your Mm -hmm. own layout and stuff. There are a lot of like really cool manuals that I've seen, especially on Instagram. I get a lot of like fitness related ads. And um, for a while there was a stretch where I kept getting all the the men's like fitness journals and stuff. And I know there's some that are catered to ladies and then some that are just generic for whoever, but it, uh, there, I think there's a lot of options out there. So very cool. Yep. Um, one other tracking thing that, um, isn't really necessarily an app, um, or a wearable is a scale. Um, and I think this one's a, honestly a really important thing to talk about because when we start talking about tracking our fitness um it might seem like duh right like (laughs) take my measurements do my weight whatever Mm -hmm. right get a scale but um i think that scales i i feel like can be good and bad for people and it touchy yeah it really depends on what your you know outlook is with it and what your your goals are first and foremost. But I think that when we start talking about fitness tracking, a lot of people, they're looking to lose weight. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, if you're starting, for example, your workout adventure here and your goal is to lose weight, people might start stepping on that scale and seeing, okay, here's my starting point. Right. And then as they progress into their workouts and depending on what you're doing, Um, you might be burning body fat, um, but you might also be adding muscle and muscle weighs more than fat. And so I think that sometimes it becomes detrimental when somebody is literally only just tracking based off that number that pops up on the scale, Mm -hmm. because sometimes that number actually might go up. Um, and it, it makes, I think a lot of people feel like they're not accomplishing their goals then. When in reality, they actually are, um, and they just don't necessarily know it. Um, and especially when you're starting out, some of that stuff, it's not 
like physically noticeable. Like if you're looking in the mirror, things like that, it takes a while for those results to kind of start to roll in. But I think that when people solely track with a scale and if they're having that type of experience where they're adding muscle while burning fat and that number's not going down, it can really kind of cause a little disruption and, and demotivate a person. Yeah. I think the, you know, I went through a pretty significant weight loss a few years ago and I think that I had always struggled with a scale and, and the number and I kind of focused on the number and it kind of becomes the metric, right. That you're using to see if you're getting in shape and losing weight and well, getting in shape more importantly. And I think, um, you know, the last time I, when I finally did lose weight, I don't remember who it was, but they told me, you know, pick a day and, and use the scale one day a week. Um, and I think by doing that, you can alleviate some of the, you know, cause every, otherwise you're most likely you're checking it every day or every couple of days, hoping to see the number go down. And then I think that when you do see those, um, weight increases, it, it is a, is a barrier almost in your, in your motivation. Cause you feel like you're working hard and you're not getting anywhere. Um, but you know, if you can find that day and know that, you know, fitness and, and, weight loss specifically is something that takes time and, and is, is very, um, slow, I would say, as opposed to where we expect it to be. So if you can, you know, use the weight, uh, the scale as, as a tool and, you know, just know that there will be variations and there will be bad weeks. Um, I think it can help mentally, just not, you know, using that as your only tracker. Yeah. I think you got to tread lightly with the, with the scales. Um, because, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, from that mental perspective, a lot of people kind of, they, they want that number to be decreasing and, you know, and then when they don't see that, it, it can be kind of detrimental to how they feel and their motivational standpoint and, and stuff like that. And so I think it's just something really important to note that, that if you're tracking with a scale, which I, I really think people should do, just kind of be aware of that, that like if you're building muscle, and burning body fat, you know, that number might not decrease right away or at all ever, you know? And I think um, it's like, you know, the totality of everything, right? You take the tracker and you use a scale to monitor your heart rate and you monitor your sleeping and you monitor your weight and you monitor your workouts and maybe gains in that area. And then you take, the, put, to put yourself in the best situation is you take the totality of all that information to say, this is how I'm doing, not one item out of there or two items out of there. Um, and I think if you can kind of build that mindset on it, it'll help, help you better track your fitness and actually see where you are. Um, I can tell you, you know, you mentioned looking at yourself in the mirror and, and kind of seeing the differences when I lost weight, I actually didn't notice it. Like I still felt like I was the big person and needed bigger clothes and needed. So there was like a mental piece to it too. So I think, you know, maybe using those the totality of all the resources you have to see where you are can help almost kind of reprogram your mindset too. Yeah. So you are moving in the right direction. Well, I, I'll tell a quick little personal story, but I almost had an emotional breakdown once. Well, okay. I'm not, I did have an emotional <laughs> breakdown. Let's back that up. Um, I, uh, was getting ready for a Mexico trip and I'd been working out pretty hardcore for months and, um, I'm starting to get closer to this trip and I'm like, ah, I got to start figuring out like, what do I need to buy any new clothes, anything like that? And 
I go in to my dresser drawer and I pull out a bunch of shorts, swimsuits, everything. And I start trying stuff on and nothing fit. I had gotten quite a bit bigger because I was adding on muscle and same thing. I, I look in the mirror a lot of times and, and I don't see that like difference, mm -hmm. like in, in the context of looking, you know, quote unquote better to myself necessarily. And I literally was almost in tears because I, 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 I was going and trying stuff on then at that point. And I'm like, I've literally sized up and, you know, but it's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. And it took me a while to kind of realize that, but I think that's kind of similar to the, the, the weight scale, right? Because just because you're adding on some size doesn't mean it's bad. It, you know, it, it really kind of depends on how you look at it. Um, first and foremost, but, um, in this case I was just adding on a lot of muscle, mm -hmm. you know, and it just put me in a different size range for my clothes. And, um, though it was awful timing <laughs> right yeah. before my trip, um, I pretty much had to c completely redo my entire wardrobe, but, um, you know, it, it's things and moments like that, that, that we can experience and it, it's not bad though, necessarily. Um, and there's a lot of different angles to kind of come in and look at it. But, um, I, I do want to go back to the scale piece because you're talking about the totality mm -hmm. of everything, which I think is, is super important. Um, but one thing too, and this is the thing with some of these scales is if you get these smart scales, um, to track your weight, they also track a bunch of other stuff just simply by standing on it. Um, and it, it's actually kind of really, really cool. And I don't know how accurate they really are, but what I do know is I've fluctuated my weight quite a bit over the years. Um, my body fat has gone up, it's gone down, back up, back down, you know? Um, and what I can say is that regardless of how accurate they are, they do give you a, a general overview or good picture of, um, what is changing within your body mm -hmm. while you're going through your workout, um, you know, progress over the course of time. And, um, some of these, they also connect with an app. And so even though this might not be a wearable or a direct thing, there are some of these smart scales that do have an app associated with them um, that you can kind of track your, your historical and see where you were, where you are, and kind of plan where you want to go. Um, but I found that that information to be highly helpful because then I'm not just looking at and, and it was honestly this that helped me kind of see a bigger picture of where I was at, just like you were kind of saying the totality of all these things together. Mm -hmm. um, for me, when I saw that my weight was going up substantially, but I was actually burning a lot of body fat, I was having a hard time in my head computing this number. But then when I started looking at my body fat percentage and my body mass index and my water weight and all of this other stuff that some of these things can track, it was super helpful. And it kind of helped big that, you know, or create that bigger picture for mm -hmm. me. Yeah. I think it's a great tool. It definitely providing a lot of different data instead of that one number. Yeah. Well, and the, just for anybody that's curious, the, the scale that I use, it's called Renfo. Um, it's R E uh, N P H O I believe. Um, but I got it right off, uh, Amazon 
And it's a very affordable scale. I think I paid somewhere in the ballpark of like 30 or $35 for it. The app that um, is associated with it is completely free. Um, and I've had this scale for years now. Um, and I absolutely love it. Um, but it's, it's been a great, cause I've looked at some of this stuff and I know in the fitness realm, the second that you start getting something that's fitness driven or whatever, that, that price kind of starts to skyrocket. And so this is a, if you know, you're looking for an affordable option, I think it's a good one. Um, but I'm sure there's many other out there too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think another, you know, a good area talking about these trackers and, and kind of more of the uh, technical, technological ones, um, is the ability to compete with, whether it be friends and family or, um, you know, even some of them you can compete with people you don't even know, other people that have, um, done that workout or been in that area. So like, I know on Apple watch, you can compete with your friends and family or whoever's on your contacts. Me. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> And, uh, you know, they do like a seven day competition and you earn points as you do it. And it can be a good motivator, I think, especially on those weeks where you're struggling to find the motivation, especially if you're, um, a person that leans more towards competitiveness and not the, no ability to lose. I think, uh, it can definitely help. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, another good one is Strava, which, um, is a cycle app used for, I I've seen it used in cycling. Um, but within that one you can actually compete with there's like different maybe sections of a trail and they'll there'll be a competition and you hit that section and you can, it'll show you who did it the fastest and you can try and beat their time um i have a friend that that really helps motivate him as he does different routes and stuff in town yeah strava is actually personally one of my favorites i've ever found um for the longest time i was looking for um some apps that would not only track all my fitness stuff, but, um, would map it out for me. Um, but that also had a social aspect to it. And Strava has all of that. Um, and that's one of my favorite things though, is the, the fact that it maps it. So I can literally go back and I can look at the run that I took. Um, cause it's for all sorts of different types of, um, you know, sporting activities, fitness stuff, but like I use it for hiking, running, biking, you name it. Um, but there is the social aspect and not only does it allow you to kind of join into other groups. So like, if you like to run, you can find other running groups near you, um, where all those people can kind of support each other. Um, but like you can like people's workouts, um, comment on stuff. You can actually add photos, um, that you may have taken on your workout, which is kind of cool too. Cause it just adds an extra little bit of like fun to yeah, the yeah. app. Um, but then it does, it tracks, you know, and GPS tracks your entire workout, but then I can go and look at GPS tracking of other people's workouts and see where they did stuff. And, um, so it kind of helps you find a lot of like, like biking trails, for example, or running trails. Um, you can find a lot of good places to, to go based off that. But then there are like the common ones, like, uh, Josh was saying is that, there's, you know, sections where you can see the time that somebody biked that section and you can kind of use that to push yourself mm -hmm. to try and beat that time. Um, but furthermore, you can go back and see your own times in that section. So you can kind of helps you push your improvement too, if you want to kind of even just compete solely with yourself and, and better yourself from what you've done in the past. 
Yeah, it really builds that like, community part of it where you, you know, I think everybody that is working out or trying to accomplish some kind of fitness goal reaches that point where they feel like they're, you know, alone or the only ones out here doing it or, you know, the grind of it wears on you. So I think that, you know, using apps like this where you do see and get to interact with people in the community that are doing the same kind of things can help be a additional motivator. Yeah, big time. Well, I think it's time for the afterthought where we leave you with quotes, challenges, and other thoughtful moments. Our first quote uh, today is from Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it is, training gives us an outlet for suppressed energies created by stress and thus tones the spirit just as exercise conditions the body. And we've got a second quote, which is, if you're tired of starting over, stop giving up. And that's by Shia LaBeouf. I really like that quote. I like that one too. Don't forget to check us out. Sorry, don't forget to check out our website at www.wellnessphenoms.com and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Wellness Phenoms. Go subscribe to make sure you don't miss new episodes. You can also drop a review on the Apple Podcast app. Alrighty, Phenoms. Until next time, enjoy the journey and stay well.